Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. I lean L Bay dropping jewels every day. Blah talk, blah talk, this is the blah talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. Maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, God of the universe. Wow, I didn't know that. 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 So tune in or lose, friend. All strategies apply mathematically. The information he drops is real powerful. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full. Watch your jaw, the crew is watching talk. Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand. First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter. Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders. Silly rabbit, knowledge for God. No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars. So don't fret or proceed with hesitation. Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information. Peace. Whether you suffer from pain in your back, the aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted.
dope, boy, my poetry is dope enough. Trapping interstellar while my third eye open up. See through all the lies that y'all tell it with a straight face. Return of the luminous ones. Y'all better make way to find a chapter. Find a collapse on all you politicians. They politic and how to lead a world no pot to piss in. The way I think is more deep and in the Grand Canyon. I guarantee this black man would be the man standing. My premonition matched the old Mac calendar. It's always accurate like a lightweight challenger. For all you wicked witches and the wizard of Oz. You and that man behind the curtain, yeah, y'all fixing the fall. Only a matter of time before shit hits the fan. Here's an idiot's guide for you on how to get a man. I don't need a bunch of homies to ride or die with me. I can call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the folk. Came back for angels, time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and it's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus When I'm riding on this city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dated bad sister lectures Because my history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, star brush from the astro I'm made of dark energy, created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on Our here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. What if the old man temple fly away like a mothership? Where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. Came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dreaming can't loosen, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, is all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why don't Boys, I think twice appearing back on the scene. Everybody gone mad, blaming me to your outlet. The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project. Bobo and gender war sucking up to the master. Why the whole community going up in disaster? We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. Came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my uncle, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope. discussion of the metaphysical and the religious confusion, but before we do that, let me bring on my co-host, Brother Fahim, are you here? Hey, Hafez, what's your 
Hey, uh, Jay, what's your ish? How you doing tonight? Doing well, brother. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right. All right. So we're going to get into part two. Um, and hopefully you all have some questions at the end of this. Um, I will be dismissed if I did not mention the lost books of the Bible. All right. Um, these books are actually mentioned in the Bible. Um, but they have not been found or either they have not been made mainstream and kept hidden. Right. Um, there's approximately like 25 books mentioned in the Bible. All right. Um, for example, you have the book of the covenant that's mentioned in Exodus, the 24th chapter, the seventh verse. And he took the book of covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, all the Lord have said, will we do and be obedient? All right. Um, there's also the book of war. All right. Or the book of wars of the Lord, Adonai. This is in Numbers 21:14. It says, Wherefore it is said, the book of wars of the Lord, what he did in the Red Sea and in the brook of Arnon. All right. Um, now, I have a copy of the next book, which is the book of Jasher. Um, that's mentioned in Joshua, the 10th chapter, the 13th verse. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Yasher? All right, so. The next one is second. Uh, is also in Second Samuel 1.18. And he bade them teach the children of Judah the use of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Yasher. All right. You know, Yasher is um, Yahosah, you know. Uh, and, you know, there's a whole little history behind that. You know, but I won't get into it right here. But let's go to the manna of the kingdom or the book of statues. Um, this is First Samuel ten twenty five. It says, Then Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom and wrote it in a book and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. This is also in the book of Samuel, the seer, as well as um, First Chronicles twenty nine twenty nine. And it says, Now the act of David the king, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of Samuel the seer. And in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the book of Gad the seer. So once again, we hearing all these particular books mentioned in the Bible itself, but yet they're not in the Bible. So that means that um, Christians, Muslims, Jews, um, there's an incomplete story um, going on here. Now the Quran attempts to bring more information to light concerning some of the missing information. And I'll go into that in a in a bit, but let's finish these books here. We have Second Chronicles nine twenty nine, which speaks of the rest of the Acts of Solomon. So the Acts of Solomon, the first and last, as it was not written in the book of Nathan the prophet, and once again the prophecies of um Hayaja, um the Shilonite, and the visions of Edo, the seer. 
You know, so once again, books are mentioned. Acts of Psalms, one King, uh, First King, eleven forty-one. Um, the rest of the act of Solomon and all that he did, his wisdom, as they was not written in the book of the Acts of Solomon. On um, prophecies of Abijah, Abijah um, is Second Chronicles nine twenty-nine. Now the the rest of the Acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet and the prophecies of? Um, Hayaja, the um, Shilohite, and the visions of Edo, the seer. Um, all right, um, the story of the prophet of Edo. Um, Second Chronicles 13.22 says, And he's saying, or written in the stories of the prophet Edo. Second Corinthians 9.29 um, speaks once again, of the visions of Edo, all right, to see her. All right, so okay. Edo's genealogies is mentioned in Second Corinthians twelve fifteen. It says, um, now the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, as they not are they not written in the book of Shemaiah, um, the prophet, and of Edo, the seer, concerning genealogies. All right, so you have um, Shemaiah, the prophet, and that's mentioned once again in 2 Corinthians 12, 15. You have the acts of um, Roho, Boem, um, which is 2 Corinthians 12, 15. You have the book of Jehu, 2 Corinthians 20, 34. And it says, um, now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, so there's an Acts of Jehoshaphat, um, the book of Jehu, the son of um, Hanani, which is mentioned also in the book of Kings of Israel. Um, so the Acts of Jehoshaphat is also mentioned in, um, like we said, in Second Corinthians 20.34. It is also um, the saying of the seers, which is mentioned in Second Corinthians 33.19. It says, Behold, they are written amongst the sayings of the seers. Um, the book of Gad, the seer. All right, 1 Corinthians 29, 29. says, The book of Samuel, the seer. And in the book of Nathan, the prophet. And in the book of Gad, the seer. Um, you have the prophecies of Enoch, Jude 1, 14. It says, Enoch, also the seventh from Adam, prophesies of these sayings. Behold, the Lord coming with... Ten thousands of his saints. All right. So this prophecies of Enoch. You have the epistles, which is letters to Corinth, um, which is missing. First uh, Corinthians five nineteen. No, five nine. I wrote unto you the epistle not to the company, with, um, not to com- company with fornicators. All right. Um, we have the epistle of the Ephesians is also missing. Um, Ephesians 3 3 how that by revelation he made known unto me the mysteries as I wrote um, afford in few words for whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Christ alright um, you have the epistle from Laodicea to um, Colossians and that's mentioned in Colossians 4 16 
And when this epistle is read among you, um, cause that is be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. You have um, Nazarene prophecy source. This is Matthew 2.23. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it may be fulfilled what was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. So there's a source of the prophecy of the Nazareans, but yet um, the Bible speaks of it. New Testament speaks of it, but it has not yet been put forth in the public. All right? You have the Acts of Usia, um, which is Second Corinthians, no, Second Chronicles 26-22. Now the rest of the Acts of Usia, first and last, did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, write. You have the Annals of King David, Chronicles 27-24. And it says, um, the number was not entered into the book of the Annals of King David. You have Jude, the missing epistle, Jude 1, um, 3. And it says, Beloved, when I gave you all dili- when I gave all diligence to write unto you the coming salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you. All right? And, and we also have, so these particular books, or not um, part of, you know, uh, the Bible in that regard. But yet the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, both speaks of um, these particular books. You know, we know that 73% of the Holy Quran comes from the Bible, but the other 27% comes from um, the lost books of the Bible, the forgotten books of Eden, as well as also the Apocrypha, as well as also um, the Zoroastrian text, you know. So that's why I was saying that the Quran attempts to fill in the gaps um, with information, okay. Um, of course, you have um, both these books, the Bible and Quran, and they both are filled with allegory, you know. Uh, you know, in particular... Um, if everybody read God, Man, The Word Made Flesh by George W. Perry and Inez E. Carey, um, they break down quite a bit of information. Um, as a matter of fact, um, it is said that the books, the Quran, Persian, Hebrew meaning Passover, Esther, Solomon, Egypt, Book of the Dead, Adam, Eve, Enoch, Seth, Seven Book of Moses, St. Thomas the Doubter, Nicodemus, Patahotep, the oldest book in the world, or the oldest book known, um, the Kabbalah. Um, again, the researchers of such um, theological uh, scholars as James um, Leggy, the first professor of Chinese at Oxford University, Professor William Jennings, um, Honorable Clemens, Allen of the Royal Asiatic Society, besides several hundreds who might be named, embraced the leaders of 
um, of thought along the um, lines of the original sources. And it says, all agree that hundreds, if not thousands, of ancient manuscripts, tablets, um, carvings, indubitably proves that all races of all people that have ever inhabited the earth have strived at best they could to leave record of the chemistry, physiology of their own body, science, um, Egyptology, Indo-Iranian, Chinese, Japanese, um, Persian, or Sanskrit, all, all forever stole to solve the riddle of the human body, to drive the point home, these wonderful holy books or fables, parables, allegories dealing with the chemistry, physiology, um, astrological, and um, um, anatomical operations of the human body. All right? Um, like I said, read God, man, the word made flesh by George W. Perry. The problem is is that uh, an uninitiated or unlearned person may read a passage and give it their own interpretation, but their interpretation may not be correct or as in-depth as needed. Therefore, right. denominations, sex, cult, schisms, and isms um, may be formed around their interpretation. A cognitive meaning, you know, tending to bring uh, a memory, a mood, or image, for example, subtle, subtly or indirectly to mind, but not necessarily the denotive uh, meaning, having a power of explicit denoting and designating or naming. Uh, as a matter of fact, Pastor Ray Hagen's, um explains this perfectly. He's, this is what he says. He, he states that all spiritual beliefs, religions, are based on life, deeds, and events of eponymous people who have been culturally literalized and incorporated into the cognitive reality of the people within that culture. Um, now, what's eponymy? Eponymy is a fictitious character who's a person or a group of people name or characterize themselves after for the sake of giving validity, you know, to their belief system. Yeah. And, and, and basically can identify to their own existence. So they're, uh, for example, the eponymous uh, such as uh, Adam, Noah, Ham, Shem, Japheth, Abraham, uh, uh, the Hebrews, uh, Jacob, which is Israel, Moses, Jesus, you know, you you have Muhammad, you know, Osiris, Horus, Krishna, you know, Buddha, uh, Prometheus, Adan, Quasicoto, uh, Mithra, Zoastra, and others are used by some to claim their place as God's chosen people to give themselves validity. You know, and but when you read Galatians, the fourth chapter, the 21st through the 26th verse, it states this Tell me your desires to be under the law. Do not, um, do ye not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a bondmaid and the other by a free man. But the one who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but the one of the free woman was born was born by promise which things 
or an allegory. For these are the two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai that gendered the bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answer is to Jerusalem, which is now and is bondage before children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. So, it broke down the allegory between the two wives of Abraham. Of course, we know he had three, Keterah, but they mentioned two here. And what are those two? Those two symbolize, um, Hagar symbolized uh, Mount Sinai and Arabia, and then um, Jerusalem is by the uh, free woman, Sarai, or Sarah, which is above and which is free and which is the mother of us all. So allegories are intentionally chosen as a means for communicating knowledge. Allegories, as we know, dramatize cosmic laws, principles, um, processes, relationships, and functions, and even express them in a way that's easy to understand, if you understand the real interpretation. So once the inner meaning of the allegories has been revealed, they become marvels of simultaneous scientific and philosophical completeness and consciousness or conciseness. And right now, the more that uh, that is studied, the richer they become if they understand the deeper meanings, esoteric meanings. Right. So the inner dimension of the teachings embedded into each story makes them capable of revealing several layers of knowledge according to the stages of development of the listener. All right. This is based on consciousness. This is why some understanding at the level that they at, and that's fine. And then some are able to make the leap or jump, hence the term metaphysics, quantum leap, or quantum physics, into understanding um, of the greater mysteries. Most are on the lesser mysteries. All right? And this is why they love listening to individuals who talk about the lesser mysteries. Right? The secrets are revealed as one evolve higher. The higher we get, the more we see. It's always there. Right? So like the Tibetans, uh, uh, or I should say the uh, Tessetians or the Tennesseans, uh, which is the um, ancient Egyptians, Flash, Tamerians, um, ancient and present, you know, did and do not believe the allegories as historical facts. All right? Um, they believed in them in a sense that they believe in the truth beneath the stories. This is what people have to understand. So Christians seemingly, uh, you know, the Christian religion goes away and lose the very soul of their meaning when it's mistranslated, you know what I'm saying, from the ancient Egyptian or Tamarian allegory um, or allegorical language into allegorical history instead of viewing it as a spiritual allegory. So the results becomes pathetic, actually, blind faith in a kind of emotional and superstitious supernaturalism um, and um, eventually aborts the real power of the story in allegory to transform the life of every individual because they're so busy looking at something 
external themselves and thinking that is history. Yeah. And that is literal instead of understanding that this is a story that can be related to you here and now. All right? And how we know this because even the Quran speaks about it in Surah 3, Ayat 6. All right? He it is who has revealed the book to thee. Some of the verses are decisive. They are the basis of the book. And others are allegorical. All right? Then those in whose heart is perversity follow the part of it which is allegorical, seeking to mislead and seeking to give it their own interpretation. All right? And none knows the interpretation except Allah and those firmly rooted in knowledge. They say, we believe in it. It's all from our Lord. And none do mine except men of understanding. All right? So, it states here that portions of even the Holy Quran is allegorical. All right? I asked a, a, um, a Muslim, an Orthodox Muslim, on which parts were allegorical, and he ran out my store. <laughs> <laughs> ran completely out the store, looked at me, and was like... I have to go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Because once we get to the point of allegory, you tell me what portion of allegory, since you claim that you don't want me saying that the Quran is, uh-huh. that portion of the Quran is allegory. Uh, but yet it states right there in Ayat 3, I mean, excuse me, Surah 3, Ayat 6, that it is allegory. That portion of it is allegory. Uh-huh. But they don't want to talk about that. Because sure it goes don't. into the mystical side of our Islam. It goes into the Sufi side of our Islam. And the Sufis are supposed to be crazy to the Orthodox Muslim. You know, yeah. at I seek refuge in Allah from Satan the curse. I stuff Allah. <laughs> then they'll say, Kum, fire, kum. <laughs> right, right, right. Be and it is, right. At the same time, say kum fa kum, be as it is. But yet, you know, uh, hold up, isn't that, you know, that's that's magic. That's dealing with what is called Sufism. Yeah. You know, kum fire kum, that's in the Quran. You know, be and it is. You know, that's like abracadabra. Right. Amen. So mote it be. So it is. Mm-hmm. You know? So we keep seeing and um, not coming to the deeper understanding. So Tawil, um, which is the esoteric interpretation of the Holy Quran, is an interpretation of the Holy Quran which includes attributes or attributes uh, or attributions of esoteric and mystic meaning to the text by the interpreter. So, in this respect, this method is different from the conventional um, analysis of the Holy Quran, called tafsir. Right? The esoteric interpretation do not usually contradict the conventional um, understanding of the exoteric interpretation, which is the surface meaning. Instead, they discuss the inner levels of the meaning of the Quran. And the Sufis do this. All right? Um, a hadith, which is really a word of man, which states that the Holy Quran has an inner meaning 
and that is in a meaning concealed a yet deeper in a meaning and so on it says matter of fact up to seven levels of meaning so here you are reading the Quran and it has seven levels of meaning mm. six different levels of what you are understanding at that particular time seven different modes or patterns or schemes of understanding Right? So the esoteric interpretations are found in Sufism. In Arabic, um, Batin refers to the inner or the esoteric meaning of the sacred text or Zahir, all right, to the apparent or exoteric meaning. Now, you go to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary and look up allegory, this is what it says. It says the expression by means of symbolic, fictional figures. Fictional figures. They are fictional. They do not exist. And it says, and actions of truth or generalization about human existence. Also, in instant, as in a story of painting of such expression, a symbolic representation. A symbolic representation. Therefore, if Abraham, the supposed father of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, did not actually exist in human form, and neither did his sons Isaac, the supposed Hebrew, Israelite, Jewish, Christian father, and uh, Ishmael, the supposed Arab father, for they were symbolic, fictional figures, then the so-called monotheistic religion of Judaism and Islam, well, Christianity, you know, uh, and their books, the Holy Torah, the Holy Bible, and the Holy Quran, are merely stories and tales from older stories and tales of human evolution and awakening. Right? These stories and tales founded in the so-called monotheistic religion, religions are derived from the um, ancient African morality and spiritual systems. All right? Ethiopia, which is Kush, Nubia, um, um, called originally um, Tanas, um, um, Tan, um, Nahasi or Tasati, all right? And its colony, Egypt, Tamari, or Kemet, as becomes later known as, says the reader must understand, understand, understand that the following information stemming from the Holy Bible and the Holy Quran are references or referencing fictional characters. Either the stories are purely, purely allegorical or they are evolving from actual living people and or events and placed into story form, similar to the movies inspired by a true story. Mm. You know, when you see... Um, that in a movie inspired by a true story meaning essentially none of it is true but the movie makers want you to think that it's true so that you've been inclined to go see the movie or read the book it seems nothing has changed all right, right. but in ancient times it was um, not without a moral or spiritual meaning all right so um, here's the original or the um, various allegorical characters in the Holy Bible and the Quran. Now, when you look up the word Holy Torah, the word Torah is a corruption of Torah, meaning worship or adoration of Ra. All right? Torah mm. um, also phonetically right. sounds like Tarak, which means the Lord of the Four Directions. And, of course, the Four Directions are, you know, South, East, um, West, and South, which, of course, make news as you broke down before as well as also the center point, um, which symbolizes the bringing together of those four points, hence five symbolizes ether, just air, fire, water, 
um, earth, ether. All right? Um, the word Terak is also derived from the ancient Kemetic um, great mother goddess of maternity uh, and childbirth, the protector of women and children. Her name is Tawaret. All right? Tawaret. All right? Um, means the great one. She's the lady of magical protection who guides souls into the afterlife. Right, so in um, Tameri or Kemet Egypt, as it's called, astrology, astronomy, cosmology, Tawaret is um, depicted on the ceiling painting of the constellations in the Temple of Seti I and the Temple of Umdendura, which is the Temple of Hetheru. All right, she was shown to represent the Nevis um, uh, setting um, pole star of. Usha um, main, Minor and Draco North Star of Thuban, right? Um, or Theban, right? In the Draconian constellation. Now, the seven stars lying down her back are the stars of the Little Dipper, right? So that whole area shows astrological correlation to the Holy Quran, as is, is also the word. Um, uh, 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 that's what Tarak means, uh, Holy Torah, you know, uh, Penature, which means five, uh, Tanakh, all right? Um, so you have uh, the tribes of Israel, or Asare, right? These are the children of Israel, the son or Asare, formerly known as Jacob, Yaakov, the supplanter, uh, which that's what it means in Hebrew. You have Reuben, which is behold a son, who symbolizes actually Shu or Menet, um, which is Aquarius, the water bearer, because it says unstable is water. All right, Reuben is unstable as water. Well, that symbolizes Aquarius, the water bearer. He symbolizes discerned faith. All right, Jasper, all colors, powerful healer, um, main impact on the physical body. I mean, it works directly with the animal soul to heighten and intensify primal awareness. It is both a uh, divinational uh, and a cause. In a, uh, and Jasper is also um, used for divination as well as also karmic stone. Uh, this stone also uh, just don't symbolizes Reuben. Um, but it also strengthens the liver, the gallbladder, the bladder itself. It works with the chakras and attitude according to um, the colors of the stone. The red jasper is often worn for protection. Now, each son or child of Israel, which means to ascend to God, um, symbolizes, once again, an ancient comedic deity, as well as also a stone of power. All right, which that is all 12 stones is worn in the breastplate by the priest of Levi. All right, this is what it said. Now, Simeon and Levi, now Simeon means hearing, Levi means joining. All right, this is symbolic to Heru and Set, the Gemini, the twins originally, who was actually male and female, which was actually also in all Set, embracing in sexual intercourse. But now it was transformed into the brethren. So Simeon symbolizes word. Um, receptivity 
Um, Levi symbolizes love is the joining force of the divine mind. All right. Uh, sapphire aligns. Now, symbol is sapphire aligns the body, um, the mind and soul, expands cosmic awareness, aids connection with the higher self. It is excellent for meditation and stimulates psychic abilities. Clarity and inspiration by activating the pituitary gland. Therefore, it aids the entire glandular system. Now, that's for Simeon. Now, for Levi, um, you have Calancedoni, um, um, all right, which is excellent for protection against harmful spirits, good health, and safe travel, right? The next, you have Judah, which means praise be to Yah, which is actually. Atum, the feminine aspect is Sekhmat, the lion, the Leo, right? And how we know it because it says Judah is a lion weeped, all right? This is all in the Old Testament. It says the pineal gland is the home of the universal consciousness. It is there that the man holds converse in the intelligence of divine mind. Um, emerald is the stone which aids a line of the subtle bodies. It is a powerful physical, emotional, mental healing stone. It strengthens the heart, defense, immune system, and nervous system, enhances dreams, meditation, and deeper spiritual insight. All right? Next, you have Zebulon, which means dwelling. Well, that's Kapra Patar, all right, which is the beetle for cancer, the crab. All right? Um, and it says that um, Zebulon... Uh, shall dwell at the haven of the sea Alright that is um, How you know That this is symbolic And he symbolized the abdominal brain Or the intelligence of the stomach That directs the digestion um, And um, Precise over the chemicals Of the human body Alright you have um, Zonat, um, Zonanix Or Zoanix um, Zoranix uh, banish grief and woes and as well as to bring more control of the emotions to aid the wearer to become happier right um, hence it changed a person who is in a crabby mood for happy mood okay hence Zabalon symbolizes cancer the crab crabby alright now you have Ishakar which means brings reward this is all in Hebrew but it's symbolic to Het Heru um um, which is actually um, Taurus the bull. All right, Had Heru would be the golden calf mentioned in the Old Testament. Um, and it says that Ishakar is as strong as. So he symbolizes the substance of the earth or the strength to master the physical plane. Zardis um, is the stone which is powerful. All right, protective stone worn to neutralize negative attacks. You have Dan, which means judge which is Serac, which is scorpion, all right, for the scorpion, Scorpio for the scorpion. And it says, Dan shall be a serpent in the way. So he symbolizes the faculty of judgment or the order in man. Um, Crystallite um, is an excellent tool for psychic development. This is the stone for Dan, as well as cleanses and conditions the emotional body, chakras, root, heart, third eye, round chakra. All right, then you had Gad, which in Hebrew means good fortune. Um, you have um, Amen, which is actually Aries, the ram, the lamb. All right, it says that Gad is a troop that shall overcome him. 
So in the Holy Bible, this is in Deuteronomy 33, 20, and 21, the crown of the head, as he came to the head of the people, he symbolized the faculty of power. Burel um, is the stone which increases psychic awareness, enhances um, visions, prophetic visions, quickens the mind, heightens the human potential to expand the mind, to grasp the laws of nature, um, it activates the the uh, first or the third eye and the crown chakra, right? You have Asher, which is the pillar of happiness in Hebrew, which symbolizes Mayat, which is Libra, the scales. And it says Asher, and he shall um, yield royal dainty. So he symbolizes the faculty of love. Um, the stone is topaz, which enhances psychic perception, communication with the higher self, and is... I'm used to increase vitality, strengthen the defense or immune system, and bring those who wear it good health. All right? Um, this is um, for the, it activates the heart, the throat, and third eye chakra. Then you have Nephetali, um, which means spiritually intertwined, uh, intertwining of Yah, which is actually Mendez, the, the um, Capricorn, the goat. And it says, Nephitali, um is a, a hind let loose, right? He symbolizes the faculty of elimination, all right? So Chrysophes um, brings out, which is the, is the stone, brings out inner talents, erase depression and sexual imbalance, activates the root chakra and solar plexus. You have Joseph, which means Yah shall increase, which is Seb or Geb, which is um, Sagittarius, the archer. And it says, Joseph, the archer, his bow. All right? So he symbolizes the faculty of imagination. Jacinth, or Jacinth, all right, um, is the stone. Now you have Benjamin, which means the son of the right hand, which is also symbolic to some back Pisces, the fishes, uh, the two fish. And it says, Benjamin raved as a wolf. He symbolizes the faculty of active faith and amethyst, which is very known, which is very well known for his ability for psychic enhancement and spiritual awareness. And then, of course, you have, uh, according to Genesis 34, 1 through 3, you have Dinah, all right? The word Dinah means judged, the damsel. She's the damsel, um, uh, she, she's the only female out of the 12 um, sons. She's the 13th child. And she is the feminine qualities of the judgment, faculty, and man called intuition. All right? Now, this is um, the way that when you read uh, certain books, like, for example, the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary by Charles uh, Fillmore, or the Twelve Powers of Man by Charles Fillmore and Cora Fillmore. Uh, they go into depth about the spiritual or esoteric meaning behind these particular names in Hebrew mm. and what they mean. Just like me basically went over this information just now. So those two books I recommend um, highly um, to get. All right? Now... Charles Fillmore. Right, Charles Fillmore and his wife, 
Cora Fillmore. So the book is called The Metaphysical Bible Dictionary, and the other book by Charles Fillmore is called The Twelve Powers of Man. Okay, the twelve powers of man. Um, uh, Brother C. Freeman L. talked about that book all the time. What? Okay, he talked about that book all the time. All right, um, very powerful book. When you read it, um, fills in a lot of the gaps and takes a person into the esoteric side of information. Of the Bible as compared to just the exoteric Thinking that it's literal and historical Alright um, Even when you look at the word Holy Bible The word holy is derived from the Greek word Helios Alright Or Herios Which you get the word heroes Or Heru And the Latin word is Halo Or Haru Alright Which both means sun, illuminating light all right, the letters R and L are interchangeable. Both words are derived from the metronature or the ancient um, Tamarian word, all right, of um, Heru, Haru, um, which is nothing more than another form of Ra, or his or his father, Asur, Asu, or Asu Ra. All right, now the word Bible is derived from the Latin word Biblios mm. or Papyrus, Papyrus. Ra. Right now, that's the, the right. Right now, the earlier Greek word papyrus stems from the metronature word papyra, which English transliteration is paper. Hence, the Holy Bible is a plagiarized version of the Ra papyra. The Ra papyra is actually the book of knowing, the evolution of Ra, and the overthrowing of Apep. That's the name of the book. The Book of Knowing, The Evolution of Ra, and The Overthrowing of Apep. The Evolution of Ra is talking about the higher self. The Overthrowing of Apep is the lower self. And it's called Ra Papyra. And they can get this information from the gods of Egypt, or the Egyptians, excuse me, the gods of the Egyptians by E.A. Wallace Budge. Right? The Book of Knowing, The Evolution of Ra, and The Overthrowing of Apep comes from the um, the Book of the Dead, misnomed by E.A. Wallace Budge, but we know it as the coming forth of light and darkness, or what's called coming forth by day and night, which light is Heru, night is set. sunset. When the sun sets, it turns dark. All right, so... Um, we also know that there's a metaphysical meaning behind. We did the metaphysical meaning behind the Old Testament uh, deities, or hence the sons of Israel. But now we'll do the New Testament. All right, you got Matthew's ten, two through four, Mark three, fourteen through nineteen, of the twelve disciples of Jesus. Okay. Now, if you read, it says now the names of the twelve prop or the um, twelve apostles are thus. All right, and it says Simon, who was called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James the son of Zebedee, um, John, his brother, 
Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the Polic um um Polican or Polican and it says James son of um Aphraeus and Labanius whose surname was Thaddeus Simon the Canaanite and uh, Judas Icarius who betrayed him he was the 12 disciples right now when you break down each one you have Simon um, which is called Peter bar Jonah and that's actually um, Capsidnes Sima which is actually a title of Tahuti Ptah alright and you have Andrew bar Jonah which is happy the sign of Pisces the fish you know and it says uh, they were the sons of Jonah as in Jonah and the great well which is mentioned within um, Jonah 1 through 17 you know and the allegory is that this great well which is a sperm well <laughs> alright uh, uh, the name Simeon is the same name as Simon right Simon or Simon, same name is Simon, simply taking out um, the vowel is SMN. Heru, in his early form, was Sebek, the crocodile um, god, called also the fish. All right? Uh, he's also called Sim, S E M, priest, which is Sim is derived from Simen. All right? Um, of the ancient uh, Kemet priesthood was anointed by the crocodile fat of Sebek. And this oil was used in the baptismal initiations of those who become the Christ or Messiah, the Messiah. All right? And so besides, Peter is one of the moderate slaves. Um, um, Peter is also a, a moderate slaves for the penis. So all this has uh, sexual... Uh, 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 interpretation right involved in this Semen was also the title of Tahuti Semen held the uh, uh, the child Heru in his arms as a young solar god Jesus means Ichthys or fish so plainly Jesus is a psychophysical germ or spermazoa in the semen now, people don't understand this. Well, go and get the book, Esoteric Masonry or the Storehouse Unlocked by Philotus. Esoteric Masonry or the Storehouse Unlocked by Philotus. Mm. All right? Uh, health, um, healthy sperm is in the form from positive thoughts. That's how sperm is formed, from positive thoughts. Light, prana, quality of breath. Astrological, directly uh, uh, behind the fish. Uh, if you go and look at astrological and you go and look at Pisces in the sky, right behind the fish of Pisces in the sky is Cetus, which is the great well. So when the sun comes through um, the astrological outline of Pisces, uh, it actually goes in the mouth of Cetus, which is the great well, and the sun gets swallowed up for three days and three nights. 
oh shit, this is the same story that we have in the Old Testament based on Jonah. And he got swallowed up by the well by three days and three <laughs> nights. Jonah, first chapter, the 17th verse. <laughs> now the Lord has prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. <laughs> and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. <laughs> and it was said that the great fish was actually a whale. <laughs> the name Simon is the... Huh? Come on. <laughs> Let's stop. Let's stop with the foolishness, y'all. <laughs> so as above, so below. The same great well that's in the sky above is in your loins below. That's why it's called sea man. Sea man. Man who comes from the sea. The waters of life. When the woman's water breaks, the baby comes forth to the land. <laughs> oh, for nine months. Swelling in... <laughs> The waters of life. <laughs> Nine months. Nine months. I'm on the gas station of woman. Going into the tenth month. Yep. Nine months. Going in, going into the tenth month. On the tenth month. Oh. Right. Which would be forty weeks, brother L. <laughs> For forty days and forty nights. <laughs> Noah. It rained, and he was on his boat with all the animals. <laughs> Nigga, the, the boat was the, the woman's that. stomach. That's the boat. Is the woman's stomach, in which that you was in for nearly 40 weeks, which they call 40 days and 40 nights. It rained. Water came down pouring. That is nothing more than you inside of your mother's womb for nearly 10 months, 40 weeks, as you was formed in triple stage darkness, or what is referred to as embiotic fluid. Let's stop with the bullshit. This is what these meanings of these stories actually symbolize. But you keep listening to clowns tell you <laughs> that it's historical and literal. So yep. for those who want to listen to it, be my guest. <laughs> but don't bring that shit here. <laughs> Salim will crush that shit. <laughs> you ain't changing a goddamn thing in my mind about these stories. Okay. Salim <laughs> been studying for 25 goddamn years. All right, so that's all I can tell you. It's my information from over 25 years. We're not here in order to get you to think the way that we think. We ain't starting no goddamn sex cult schism-ism denomination. We're not starting none of that shit. We want you to achieve the highest of heights, connection with your higher self, so that you are guide of your life on earth as it is in heaven. Ha! Okay. Now, now if we go to Mark 1.16, it says, He, Jesus, saw Simon and Peter 
his brother casting a net into the sea, and they was fishers. Peter symbolized faith, like we said. Now, according to Matthew 16, 13 through 18, it says, Whom do men say that I am, that the Son of Man am? And they said, some of you say that too, Jesus, the, um, John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah. Some one of the prophets of old. Huh. You know? Uh, you know? Jesus asked Peter, you know, Simon, well, who, who thou art? Um, who you say that I am, Peter? He said, thou art the Christ, son of the living God, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the question that was asked, it says, but whom shall ye say that I am? Now, the I am is the same as Eah, Asher, in the Old Testament that uh, God um, told Moses. Moses asked, well, whom shall I say, God, you know, whom shall I say that is sent to me? And God replied from the burning bush, I am that which that I am. <laughs> now, Moses on, little nigga. <laughs> and do my will. Okay? Now, <laughs> now, now, when we look at this story, you know, uh, <laughs> Jesus then answered and said, uh, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood <laughs> has not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the word faith is derived from the ancient Kemetic or Tamarian word, which is the, 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 the netter's title of Phopatah. Batar, the opener. Now, that's no coincidence because Batar has the exact sound phonetic or the exact same phonetic sound as Peter. Batar, Peter. Also in um, Tamari or uh, Kemet, Lore, uh, Petar or Petra was the revealer to Heru. Now, people can get this from uh, Gerald Massey Lectures. By Jeremiah, right? Is also metaphysically so. Simon Peter, other name was Cyphus, meaning stone, as in philosopher's stone. So when the Kundalini comes up the spine through the seven caves or caverns, and go into the last cave, which is called the cave of Brahma, which is the third ventricle, it illuminates that last organ, or as we would say, endocrine gland. And that raising kundalini is known as offset. And as it hits the pineal gland, which symbolizes saw, that divine marriage in heaven produces heru, which is called Christ consciousness. You now become the Messiah, and DMT is produced, penolene is produced, and that golden disc around your head is produced. Hence, you become in the image and after the likeness of God. The God... Externally, which is the sun up in the sky, which is called Atan, as well as also symbolically the God within. All right. Um, it's not just the sun up in the sky, but also the sun behind the sun, which would be Sirius A, and then even symbolic to the central sun, Alcyon, and these 
particular glands in your brain are illuminated. Your hypothalamus, your thalamus, your pituitary, and your pineal gland. All right, symbolic to these particular, uh, once again, our sun, series A, series B, and Halcyon. All right, symbolically, they become uh, illuminated. Now, we can get this from the four Gospels esoterically interpreted by John P. Scott, where John P. Scott states that Christ, which symbolizes the soul, questions the disciples, which is symbolic to the 12 pair of cranial nerves, concerning his identity to test their spiritual sight and perception. They all realized that he was the great soul, but Peter possessed the clairvoyant vision, which enabled him to recognize the great indwelling Christ spirit, hence Christ consciousness, or Christ consciousness. All right, so this requires spiritual insight and gaining um, through, um, gain through Regeneration. All right, now, Peter or Petro, which means rock. Um, Peter had built the white stone mentioned in uh, Revelations, the second chapter, the 17th verse. And it says, within his being, which is also the philosopher's stone, right, is produced by cementing, not calcifying. There is a difference. The 144,000 sand-like magnetic particles of the pi- um, of the pineal gland into a hard rock-like condition. Now, this is from partially from the four gospels esoterically interpreted. All right. Now, this pineal gland into a hard rock-like condition. Now, what type of rock? Well, Revelations 4:6 tells you, and before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, hence like a diamond. Um, this is accomplished through the raising of the life force and by de- directing the life force properly when raised. This is the philosopher's stone or diamond soul. Right? Read the private lessons interpreted the intermeaning of masonry and the Bible, including the seven churches by Philotus. See, I'm giving you the books where all this esoteric information comes from so that y'all can go and research this yourself and make the quantum right. leap. Into understanding, overstanding, and understanding. And not just keep regurgitating dogma and doctrines from uh, the less mysteries. Where people are telling you, oh, this is literal. Oh, this is historical. Mm-hmm. That's irrelevant. Because if the stories, if you can't use the stories in which that is dated 2,000, 4,000, 6,000 years ago, what's the point of reading the, the damn stories just to get a good um, read? You have to know what is taking place in this day and time and is being uh, interpreted for you in this day and time. So, Philodus states that doctors examine the pineal glands of people and find, uh, find them filled with sand. So, doctors have actually um, examined the pineal gland of people and found them filled with sand or what is called magnetic sand-like particles because... It's never been crystallized. The Kutalini never was risen in order to transform it from a carbon state, which is carbon-12, into carbon-7. So it's never been changed from carbon-666 to carbon-616. All right? So uh, this, this is what is going on. Now, if you go to John 142... It says, Thou art Simon, the, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cyphus, which is the interpreter stone. 
Peter symbolizes the pineal gland that sits on the center of the brain. Andrew means strong man, and he's symbolic to the genitals, which sometimes produce a fishy odor. All right. Therefore, we have the pineal gland in the brain, which is Peter, and we have the penal gland, head of the penis, which is Andrew. Once again, order can be the clitoris for the woman. Um, once again, similar phonetic sounding words, both penal and penile, are derived from the Latin word pine, which is pinus for tree or needle. All right. And al in Hebrew means God, thus meaning the tree of God. Now, remember, there was two trees. You had the tree of of um, good and evil, which symbolizes uh, the tree of life in which that you make um, human beings through, which is the phallus and the sperm, semen, as we know, uh, produces the male and female seed. All right? Now, not only do this semen produces the male or female seed, it also can raise kundalini energy up. All right? If you're able to save your juices, you are actually able to do breathing exercises. One in particular is called the cobra breath technique. And raise that energy up from Andrew to Peter. And this particular Peter is not just the Peter uh, that's down there, but the Peter that's up here, which is talking about um, the pineal gland, as the pineal gland also looks like the head of the penis. No coincidence. All right? So, we're trying to get you all to understand some things here. Right? The pineal gland looks like or similar to the penile gland, both a tri- um, triangular um, shape, both excretes the substance of life, melanin and melanin uh, 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 in the form of semen called sperm, um, as well as this sperm actually, um, if you read the Quran, it tells you that it goes up through the spine mm-hmm. in order to go to the third ventricle to receive the spark of um, life from God, which is the divine soul, dwelling inside of the pineal gland to travel back down to the strotum sac to be gushed forth. So actually, everyone already know who the Holy One is. All right? In other words, the, the divine Christ, that one particular sperm out of that 777,777,777 cells, all 777,777,776 cells already know who the one is. They already know who the one is. And their job is to play like football. To get the one to the designated area. Hmm. Alright, now... Jonah, or John, excuse me, uh, uh, John B. Zebony, or Bart Zebony, is um, a mufti. And Zebedi is a Hebrew word that's derived from the ancient comedic word, which is um, Sebek, um, the crocodile, all right, Mashiach. 
whose fat and oil is used to anoint the head of the mess or messa, which is Mashiach in Hebrew. Um, John Bar Zebedee is Emset, and James the Lesson um, and Jesus' brother, um, the brother of Thunder, is his name. Matter of fact, you go to Mark 3:17. It says James the son of Zebedee and John the brother of James, and his surname are by antigens, uh, which is the sons of thunder, or symbolic to the signs of Gemini. Gemini is an air sign, and thunder produces booming sound in the air. Gemini represents the lungs of the human body also. Right? So, John, which is Yan, or Yanen, means Yah, I am, gracious. And Symbolic to the spiritual faculties of divine love is a seed of activity in the inner heart. James is the English transliteration of the Hebrew word Yaakov or Jacob, which means supplanter. James represents the faculty of judgment in individual consciousness. is the seed of activity in the solar plexus. All right. Astrologically, James also symbolizes the constellation of cancer. All right. Now. You have Philip, which means lover of horses in Greek. He represents the faculty of us that's through love. We master the stubborn, um, yet vital forces of human, of the human. He symbolizes the throat chakra force, controls all the vibratory energy of the body. Astrologically, Peter also symbolizes the constellation Taurus. Bartholomew means the son of the plow. Um, his surname is Nathaniel, which is in Hebrew means the gift of grace. The gift of grace from God, um, thereby cultivating a one spirit through the faculty of the imagination, can lead one to receive God's grace. Astrologically, symbolizes the constellation Scorpio. Thomas means twin. Um, his surname is um, Dinamo, which is in Greek. He symbolizes the head of reasoning and intelligent or intellectual perception. The name Thomas is derived from the um, Hebrew word Thamos. I mean, it's summer solstice, which begins in the new moon of every July, according to the Hebrew calendar. Uh, he is a Syrian sun god, and the same as the Babylonian sun god, or Mesopotamian. Um, it is also corresponds to the Greek Adonis, which is in Hebrew, is Adonai. Um, the word even dates further back to the ancient Kemetic word for the sun disk of Aton. So, Thomas is also another form of Baal or Bill, right? Though is short for the Greek word Thoth, derived from the ancient comedic word Tahuti, meaning thought. Um, Mes is short for Meshia or Messiah, which is derived from the ancient comedic word Mes or Mesha, which means to be anointed. So, Tom is short for Thomas, which is derived from Tom or Tum or Tim, Timu. All right, which is Atum, which is the setting sun, which is another name of Atum. All right, so Dinamuf is um, Titi, was a digit mess or Tahuti mess. All right, so actually, Thomas also symbolizes the um, constellation Leo. All right, Matthew means gift of Yahweh or Yahweh. All right. Um, his other name is Levi, which means joined. He is the son of um, Alphaeus, Alphaeus, um, the publican. 
um, astrologically, Matthew also symbolizes the constellation um, Aquarius. All right, then you had another James, who was one of the 12 disciples. Um, James is derived from the Hebrew word Yaakov, which means the planter once again. He's the son of Alphaeus. He's also known as James the Less and is the brother of Jesus. So astrologically, James also symbolizes the constellation Virgo. Then you have um, Lebiets, meaning a man of heart. A subname was his subname was Thaddeus, and his other name was Judy uh, or Judah, which means praise. Actually, um, he symbolized the constellation Libra. Then you have Simon the Canaanite, means a hearing. Actually, Simon was symbolized the constellation Aries. Then you have Judah, meaning praise, and Acarius, meaning man of Kiriath, um, which also betrayed him. Judah's throne is in the genitive center called the reproductive system. Sex organs are genitals. It's the home of the genitals or Gentiles. In other words, those that dwell in the lower self or lower nature, the devil, the double. Um, actually, um, Judah also symbolizes the constellation what? Capricorn, hence, which is ruled by Saturn. All right? Um, or I should say, which um, Capricorn rules Saturn, hence, set on. All right, and then of course Jesus Himself, who makes the thirteenth, um, which is Greek, which means He who saves, and Christ is Greek, which means Anointed One. Actually, Jesus also symbolized the Sundays as it revolved through the twelve zodiac signs, um, beginning with the sign in Aries, the Ram, also symbolized by Amen. All right, so. We have as above, so below, as within, so without, all right? Around the pineal gland, which symbolizes the 13th, or the Christ element, is the 12 pair of cranial nerves, all right? You have the optic nerve, you have the oclomotor nerve, you have the trigeminal nerve, the trigeminal nerve, the abdic, um the abdicine nerve, the facial nerve, the vesicular blue, um, local nerve, uh, uh, the glossios phygenial nerve and the vagus nerve, all right, as well as also the hyperglossial nerve and accessory nerve, all right. So these are the 12 pair cranial nerves. Now, how we was able to get this is because metaphysically, if you go and read um, the 12 sons of Israel or the 12 disciples of Jesus, equaling the 24 elders, so 12 from the Old Testament, 12 from the New Testament, or if you go to Rudolf Steiner's founder of the Anthroposophical Society, um, he states that the zodiacal nature in the microcosmology um, reflects under the dome of the human being's skull. The highest of these three are the cranial nerves, of which there are indeed 12 pair, and the cranial nerve sits around the pineal gland, and the, and the master gland in the center of the brain. This is metaphysically decoded when you go to Revelations 4.4, and it says, The round the throne was four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in mm. white raiments, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. The four and twenty elders fell down before the, um, him that sat on the throne, worshipping him forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne. Now, if you go to Jewel in the Lotus by my grandmaster son, Yadisera Swati, um, Malay Salam upon him, you would find 
that um, he states this in the Jewel in the Lotus book, that the 12 pair of cranial nerves sits around the pineal gland in a circle. Hence, just like uh, Jesus and his 12 disciples at the Last Supper. Mm. Just like the sun in the sky going through the 12 zodiac signs every 25,000 years of renewal of history, mm. as Elijah Muhammad spoke about. As well as also King Arthur and his 12 knights at the round table. <laughs> these are the allegories from all these stories that you heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, even the word Holy Quran, as we just talked about, on the Belash Muhammad called a 25 year renewal of history a Holy Quran. Why? Well, the word holy, like we said, means sun, derived from the Greek word helios, meaning sun. Also, the most ancient source derived from the ancient Kemetic um, or Tamarian, which is Heru, which means sun, light, day, or time. And Quran in Arabic means recite or recycle or cycle. Thus, the word Holy Quran means sun cycle. Furthermore, Heru is also known as Kul or Kul. And is the ancient Tamarian word for illumination, intelligence, wisdom, you know. And the ancient spirits are thus called Aku, or the intelligence, shining, illuminating ones. Right? So, you find that Ku, which is intelligence, wisdom, um, is the wisdom of Ra. This is the reason Muslims refer to Quran as the book of wisdom. Ahudi is the record keeper. Hence the father of time. All right? Um, he becomes in a late Roman deity, Kronos, which means timekeeper. The Vatican wanted to make a new religion that would take over Jerusalem and challenge the so-called Jewish um, um, faction. And thus the Roman deity, Kronos, became the name of the Holy Book, the Holy Quran, or the Sun Chronicles, or the Sun Cryology. All right, also called Kura. Right, the wisdom of Ra was collected from the same book as the Bible, Ra Paper Ra, or the Book of Knowing, the evolution of Ra and the overthrowing of Apep. All right, so in other words, the Holy Quran uh, was was plagiarized from the Ra Papyrus too. You know, this is what we was talking about. Seventy-three percent of the Quran is derived from. Um, the Old and New Testament, 27% is derived from the Zoroastrian um, text of the Zen Avesta, the Lost Books of the Bible, and the Forgotten Books of Eden, and the Apocrypha. All right? Um, uh, there's a collection of 17th century and 18th century English translation of some Old Testament from pseudo-epigraphia uh, and a New Testament Apocrypha which was assembled in the 1820s and then republished with the current title in 1926. Right? So when you go mm. to the Supreme Wisdom Lessons or the Lost Found Muslim Lessons of the 120, um, you have a, a, a five, the Lost Found Muslim Lessons, number two, one through 40, the first term examination assessment of Mr. Elijah Muhammad, 
It says, who made the Holy Quran and Bible and how long ago? Will you tell us who does Islam renew her history every 25,000 years? Answer, the Holy Quran or Bible is made by the original people who is Allah, the supreme being or black man of Asia. The Quran was inspired in the year 25,000. The nation Islam is all wise and does everything right in his act. The planet Earth, which is the home of Islam, is approximately 25,000 miles in circumference. So the wise men of the East, black man, making history and um, or Quran to equal his home circumference. A year to every mile. And thus, every time his history lasts 25,000 years, he renews it for another 25,000 years. This mm-hmm. is what it says. You know, Brother L, I mean, uh, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure you remember that. Right? Yes. As, as you was a member of the nation Islam. What, what's your thoughts on it? You're talking about after every age, like, uh, for example, uh, Pisces. Uh, uh, Aquarius, Aries, and so on. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what he's really talking about. Right. It's starting a new age. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. That's dealing with uh, every twenty-five thousand years of uh, uh, the sun. Also, mm-hmm. the earth also uh, uh, moves. Uh, closer and closer toward the sun. Right. This is what's right, going on. Right. Exactly. And every 25 years correlate to every 25,928 years to be right and exact of a completion of a great year, which is the sun traveling through the 12 zodiac signs. So hence, yes, there's a renewal of history because every time the sun completes a rotation or a great year through the 12 zodiac signs, it starts anew. That's why in the Quran, we keep telling people, hold up, you have El-Kamar, which means the moon. You have Surah Al-Sham, which means the sun. You have um, Surah Al-Masarah, which means the 12 zodiac signs. You have the uh, the Surah Al-Najim, which means the star, which is tomorrow Sirius. So what we talk about that is not an astrological book that the sun isn't being chronicalized. Chronos, time, Kura. That's how we gain wisdom. It's through time. So, if we go to uh, the following, uh, is from the table of content of the original source of the Quran. Even the Holy Bible, the Sun Papers, um, writes of books that are no longer part of the biblical collection, as we showed. There are forbidden or missing books. Now, the Quran writes of missing books also. So if you go to the Holy Quran, 25th um, Surah, the 5th Ayat, and it says, Tales of the Ancients, which has caused to be written, and they are um, dictated before him morning and evening. You go to the Holy Quran, Surah um, Surah, the poets, 20, uh, uh, Surah 26, Ayat 196. All right, it says, Wa'inaha, uh, Wa'inahu, Lafi, Zobori, Al, Alwa, 
Nina, which means without doubt, it is announced in the mystic books of former peoples. What is these mystic books that the Quran talks about? Hmm. What is the tales of the ancients that was written that the Quran is talking about? Hell, what the hell do the word mystic mean? (laughs) Well, you go to Webster's Random House Dictionary. It defines mystic. It says, mysteries transcending ordinary human knowledge. God damn. (laughs) As by direct communication with the divine or immediate intuition in a state of spiritual ecstasy involving a characteristic by esoteric, esoteric, otherworldly, or symbolic practices or content as concerned or certain religious ceremonies and art, spiritually significant, ethereal, of the nature of pertaining to mysteries known only to the initiate. So what are these mystic books of the former people that the Quran speaks of? Because remember, portions of it is allegorical. Mystical. So of the nature of pertaining to mysteries known only to the initiate, mystic rites of occult character, uh-oh, of the occult character, power, and significance, as by direct communication with the divine or immediate init- um, um, intuitive intuition in a state of spiritual ecstasy, a person initiated into religious mysteries. So, what are the mystic books of the former people that the Quran is referring to? And what are their origins? Well, the Holy Quran goes further. Um, in Surah 43, the, um, the fourth ayat, it says, The mother of the books, Al-Umar Al-Kadab, the foundation of revelation, the preserved tablets, um, the Lahu um, Mafis, is the core or essence of revelation. The mother of the book is in Allah's own presence. In the occult, the universal library, it is called what? The Akashic Records. All right? Now, the following is from the table of contents. Um, also, um, speaking about um, more mystic things. All right? And these mystic things was um, uh, spoken of within the Holy Quran. They speak of uh, four major books that the Quran actually comes from. It says the Torah, the Zabur, which is the Psalms, the Injil, which is the Gospels of Revelation, and the Quran. It says uh, the Torah, which is the word Torah, or the Tanakh, or the Pentateuch, was sent to Moses or Musa. The Zabur, Psalms, was sent to Dawood, Dawood, mm. which is David. The Injil, um, revelation was sent to Isa, Jesus, and the Quran was sent to Muhammad. Now we know that this is all allegorical, but there still speaks of the books that the Quran utilized. Mm. So it utilized the ancient tales, it utilized Al Uma, Al Katab, the mother of the books, it used the Psalms, it used the Torah, it used the Injil, which is the Gospels. Right now, people have to look at this. Right, this this is the origin of of these things here. All right, 
Now, people don't want to believe me? Just go and get Amir Fatir's from his book, Why Does Muhammad or Any Muslim Murder the Devil? Mm. Right? This is what he writes. Listen to this. All right? The Akashic Records. The yogis of India believe that there is a record or a book that re, uh, records every action, thought, and emotion in a subtle substance called Akashia, ether. This record contains all information of the past as well as the future. This book is called the Akashic Records. In the Quran, this book is called the Book of Allah, the mother of hmm. the books, the clear books, and the books that leaves out nothing, small or great. The Akashic Records is coded under the mystic letters Alif, Lam, Mim. Now, for those who don't know what Alif, Lam, Mim equates to, that's DNA. The oxyribonucleic huh? acid. The Book of Life. Your DNA, nigga. Mm, go ahead. <laughs> all right. You said the now, mother, brother. You said the mother of all right. the books, brother. Right, the mother of all the books. Brother, you, you, you didn't say the, the father, book of life. brother. You didn't right, say the, the father, life. brother. Right, the book of life. <laughs> In the Quran. Right, so Alif Lam Mim. This is the book. Never, it says, never doubt in it, which means never doubt in yourself. Metaphysically, the area of your personal Akashi records is the location of the Madula Magada, which is the back of the head. It's the storage place of all your past lives in the house of photographic memory. Meditation permits the initiate to access portions of the Akashi records and thereby have the true knowledge of the past and the, pre- and the um, future. One who can remember many lives is called a Sheikh or Sheikh, literally old man. He is old in that his consciousness goes back to olden times. He's an old soul. People who can remember all their lives is called Al-Khalidun, the immortal one. They are immortal because their consciousness does not end when their bodies return to dust. However, indigenous people speak of the incorruptible body or becoming a rainbow body or the golden dragon body, as is also referred to as, or one that is free from suffering in the binds of ego or one that links earth and heaven. The process of creating that body of light is an ancient practice and has been used for thousands of years on this planet. Grandmaster Sanyata taught that technique. Some ideas are still found in the tradition, such as the traditional African shamanism of um, spirituality, the um, ancient Egyptians, which is the Tamarians, the Hindu Kushetic Tantra Yoga, the Native American spiritual traditions, the Hebrew Kabbalistic tradition, the pre-Christian um, nature religion, um, Buddhism, Taoism, Islamic Sufism. Um, alchemy, both Eastern and Western, the Hermetic and Gnostic secret traditions, Rosicrucians, Freemasonic traditions. In China, the secret of enlightenment was called the secret of immortality. Mm. Right? There is actually the five different types of immortals. You have the ghost immortal, right? you have the human immortal, you have the earthly immortal, you have the celestial immortal, and the golden immortal, which represents the different levels of self-cultivation. All right. So, when we talk about these sciences, you know, we we taking it to a whole different level, whole different level. All right. The Quran also speaks about that we have made the Salat a book of time, 
made the Salat a book of time. Mm. Hold on, Salat, a book <laughs> of time. Hold on, now Salat is supposed to be prayer. Or doing your prayers. Yeah. Or, you know, the Salat as a book of time? Mm. Well, that refers to the Injil or the book of Revelation, which is the activation of the seven chakras. As the seven positions of Salat opens and activates the seven chakras, which is your book of life. No go. The scriptures give that Jesus or rather detailing the spirit the the, the, the science of breath. Metaphysically, Salat as a book of time too also refers to time to activate the solar forces in the spine. So according to the elements that's operates, uh, uh, for example, we read in um Al um Surah Al Imbaran, uh which is chapter 3 and Ayat 48 says and Allah will teach him the book and wisdom the law and the gospel this book right in Jill entire subject is on raising the Kutalini or Umbalini as it's called within South Africa right the Arabic word Salat means burning fire but the, the so called Muslims told us that Salat means worship <laughs> no, Salat means burning fire This corresponds to the meaning of Kuntalini as the serpentine fire The Hebrew word Salat is comprised of the words Sah and Lot From Alat, the wife of Allah In the primitive oh, uh, 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 Arabic theology So as Kuntalini is regarded as a feminine expression of the divine force Hence Salat actually is the mother Rayat which is the wife of Ra in the Egyptian theology. All out in the feminine force, the sheikh, a shakti, that follows the active energy of Kundalini and is in match as a consciousness now coming down to us as a solar-based prayer system called Salat. Alat corresponds to Venus also, which is the planet of love, which is mm. also head hair rule which is another form of Kundalini at the root of base chakra. It is the charge of storing the sexual Ra or Kundalini force known as um, um, as the libido by Sigmund Freud. All right? Now, the five elements are embedded secretly in the five solar salats, Kundalini prayers, that Muslims are um, to make every day. Fajr, Dua, Asr, Maghrib, and Isha, right, or Islamic correlations to the four sons of Heru, the Avatar, all right? I won't go so far in that, but when you go and study Fajr, which is dawn, according to the um, fire energy rising, Dua, noon, according to wood, um, energy expanding, Asr, afternoon, according with metal, um, energy solidifying, and also Asr is short for Asar. Osiris, all right, is a prayer before the night prayer. Then you have Magrid, sunset, according, uh, um, with, of course, with um, water, energy sinking. Isha, night, according, uh, of course, with earth, stable energy. Then you also have uh, uh, Nasi and um, Ishtakar, Ra, uh, which, which those two correlate actually to seven. Um, prayers 
even though there's only three Salat prayers actually authorized in the Quran. The prayers mentioned by name are um, Salat al-Fajr, dawn prayer, um, 24 through 58, uh, or uh, Salat al-Isha, night prayer, and Salat al-Wasta, uh, the middle prayer, mm-hmm. right? Um, Al-Isha uh, prayer, night prayer, is um, in the same as Surah 24, Ayat 58. Then Al-Salat, Al-Wasta, which is the morning, um, the middle prayer, excuse me, is Surah 2, 238 Ayat. However, 99% of all the Muslims in the world claim that God created or decreed five daily prayers. Well, where they got that from? Well, they got it from the story in which that is told in um, the Hadiths by Bukhari, a Russian so-called convert Jew into Islam, that the story is of Prophet Muhammad on the night of Maghrib, no, on the night of um, Mirage, excuse me, the night of power, he's taken up by a beast. All right, um, into the seven heavens, and on each heaven he meets um, one of the angels or prophets, in which that on the seventh one he um, is taken there by Michael, and Michael um, sits him in front of Allah, and Allah asks Muhammad, "Is it feasible for men to pray 100 times?" Uh, you know. Uh, you know, um, Muhammad says, oh, you might want to bring that down some there. <laughs> it goes to 50. Say, oh, no, I think you might want to bring that a little bit more down now. What about 20? No, how about a little bit more? <laughs> how about half of that? We might be able to get them niggas to do about maybe five. <laughs> Okay, um, and five it is. <laughs> so the five philosophers, Fajr, Dora, Aster, Madrid, Isha, the names were changed. Uh, um, they changed the name of um, um, Salat al-Wasta, which is the middle prayer, to um, Salat al-Dora, all right, um, and added two Salats, which was Aster and Madrid. So there question is, if the prescribed prayers was intended five times a day, why does the Quran only mention three names of Salat? Well, the reason why is because of that surah that we just spoke about. All right? So, um, that's what we have, is that particular surah. All right? Um, the surah is, is also somewhat mentioned, uh, or I should say that story is somewhat mentioned of the night of Al Maraj, or Maraj, which it means to ascend to heaven, right? But Maraj also, you know, is um, like the name of when you see a mirage, you know, like if you're in the desert and you see, uh, you think you're seeing water, that's a mirage. So mm-hmm. this was actually an illusion, illusion. Um, I'm getting tongue tied. Illusion, in which that was um, taking place. All right. Um, but this is what the Quran, you know, states. Um, Allah has sent down the very best hadith in the form of a book consistent with itself, 
which makes all those who fear the Lord shudder. So their fear and bodies become receptive to the remembrance of Allah. Right? So the best hadith is the Quran, not um, hadith coming from Bukhari and others um, who, you know, in which the stories in the hadiths and various hadiths you have um, Bukhari, you know, and different other ones in which that disinformation came from. You know? Now, even if you go to the Bible, remember the Quran came from the Bible. Muslims um, got their books from the Old and New Testament. All right? And it says, Psalms 55, 17, evening, morning, and, after, and, um, and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Now that's evening, morning, and at noon. That's three, goddammit. <laughs> but they say there's no trinity in Islam. Right. Right, but it is for this damn prayer. <laughs> now, if you go to Daniel 6.10, it says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in the chambers towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before God as he had done uh, four times. So he did that three times a day. Daniel did it three times a day, too. Okay? Uh, you, you, hell, you can go to Jesus, right? Uh, uh, it is biblically the observation of three times of daily prayer seems also to be sanctioned and approved by God in the New Testament. Um, 9 a.m., which is the third hour, um, it could be, have been taken at, the, at any time, day or night, but God chose to send the Holy Spirit for the birth of, um, um, of the church on the day of Pentecostal, the time of the morning prayer at 9 a.m., all right, the third hour. And it says, for those are not drunken as yet supposed, seeing that it is but the third hour of the day. Then noon, the sixth hour, it says, God chose to give Peter a vision that will result in the acceptance of Gentiles into the church at the time of the noon prayer. And then on the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh into the city, Peter went up into the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while there was ready, he fell into a trance. This is Acts 10.9. Then, of course, we have the ninth hour. God has um, chose the time of the evening prayer, the ninth hour, and he sent the angel um, to the, um, the centurion, Cornelius. Right? There was a certain man in the Caesarean called Cornelius, a centurion in the band called the Italian band, and a devoted man, the one who feared God and all his house, and would give much aim to the people and pray to God always. He saw in the vision, um, he, um, evidently, about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming in to him. And saying unto him, Cornelius, this is Acts 10, 1 through 3. So the times, once again, is um, his morning prayer is 9, noon prayer, and then 3 p.m. evening prayer. All right? Um, this, is, this is biblical, you know? Uh, you know. So God also chose the time of the evening prayer, which was 3 p.m. Um, to heal um, the lame man 
um, through Peter and John. This is in Acts 3, 1 through 6. All right? Um, so, you know, this this is what we, you know, are showing here, you know? And so salat means fire and is the Arabic word for kundalini, not prayer. The Arabic word for prayer is dua. The movements and postures, asanas, um, associated with the salat are actually abbreviated versions of the yoga sun salutation postures. All right? Um, they coordinate breathing and stretching and clear the meridians and loosen the spine. All those things facilitate salat, but are not salat itself. Salat is a force, an energy that flows through the body and the universe. The Quranic term for the middle pillar is Salat al-Wasta. Guard over the Salat and Salat al-Wasta, the middle Salat, and raise up to Allah evokely. This is Quran, second surah, 238 ayat. So the yoga sun salutation features postures and several even Qigong moves are similar to those of, you know, the Muslim or Misram. Uh, Solar Salat postures All seven um, postures Are found on the walls Of of um, in Egypt In um, ancient Egypt Temeri, hmm. Kemet Alright so Even what they call Refer to as um, Voodoo Alright Ogul Which means um, Ablution or purification, cleanliness. You know, cleanliness is next to godliness. You know, it cools the body by applying water to the places which would um, uh, likely be overheated when salat force is risen. All right? So when the kutalini is risen, um, a Muslim cools his head, his hands, his arms, up to the elbows, his feet, his ears, and neck, and his ankles, feet. All right? He washes his mouth out and cleanses his nostrils by um, sniffing water up through his nostrils before performing the slide um, on rising. The sniffing of, of um, water up the nostrils brings the Eda and the Pingala um, nadis into activation. Right? This is the this is the purpose of salat, which Muslims can't tell you. Is to raise kundalini safely. Okay. Um, anything you want to drop on that, brother L? Oh yeah, brother. Uh, I noticed when you when you said that uh, a lot, the wife of Allah, you know, and when you kept on saying the mother of them all, right? You right. say the father of them all, right? But they don't. A lot of them, even in Islam, don't want to uh, admit that that is. Mainly matriarchal instead of patriarchal, right? And also, the, you brought the Trinity in, into play too. Right. You know, uh, uh, Trinity uh, Salat does not mean prayer. Dua uh, Dua means prayer. Salat right. means uh, um, uh, fire. Right. Raising fire. You know, right. Yes, exactly. You brought that out. I'm glad, I'm, no, I'm glad you touched on that because mm-hmm. a lot of Muslims, uh, they really I might as well just say they're just like the Christians, uh, people that right. uh, that heard of Christianity. They're the same. Mm-hmm. 
they don't go to the Bible. Like you told me, you talked to that brother about the Quran, the esoteric science of Quran. He walked out, right? Ran out of that, you know? Right, right. Well, like we were saying, there's seven positions um, that one does when they make a salat or raising fire. You have niyat, which means intentions. A um, misram or Muslim or Muslim stands and prepares the mind for salat, fire. Um, you know, uh, the spine is straightened as the hips is tucked slightly forward and the knees are slightly bent. Shoulders about width apart. Then you do takbir which means the greatest before each movement. Um, the Muslim raises his hands to his ears and say, Allah, you akbar, which mm-hmm. is the same as um, hallelujah. Um, the name Allah is derived from the ancient Tamarian word ura, which is a form of Hiru ur or Horus, the elder. The sound activates the actual the heart chakra. Um, the yogi mm-hmm. raises his hands all the way back, establishing the correct position. It is called in yoga the tree. Pose. This is related to the fact that our soul was buried in a tree. Right? So hmm. this is where this originates from. You have Kiem, um, which means standing. The Misram or Muslim, Muslim erects, um, stands erect with his hands um, or her hands cup, um, Muslima, um, together at the solar plexus for the Muslims, Muslims, and the uh, navel for the um, Muslima um, as they begin. You know, their supplication or dua, prayer, um, the surah or chapters say normally al-fatiha. We know that. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah rabbi alamin, al-Rahman ar-Rahim, maliki yawmadini, yakna abudu wa yakanastain, adina sarota mustakim, sarota ladina sanamta alayhim karu magnubi alayhim waladolin, amin. All right, so we know that they go through al-fatiha, um, which means al-fatiha means the opener which is the same as puttah, which means to open in. Right? Or al-fatiha means to open in, and puttah means to opener. Right? If you actually go to um, um, one of the names of Allah, which is al-fatiha, right? al-fatiha which um, it means the opener. All right? Um, just correlates to that. And then there's no coincidence that al-fatiha, the opening, um, have puttah el um, who created Adam's body but could not give it life. Therefore, Patel became the Gnostic demiurge Aldolabro, occupying a position immediately below the unknown father, which is Noon. All right? Aldolabro is said to have generated the seven Elohims, the seven mm-hmm. angels in his own image. All right? It was um, um, Io, Sabat, Adonai, Karaios, um, Elio, Estrap, um, Phanios, Akhamath, and these, and even in the um, Phoenician um, esoteric teachings, he was one of the seven Elohims, creators in the visible universe. Um, Oregon referred to him as the creator of the seven and spoke of Adolabroff as being the second name of Michael. All right. Um, in the book of Enoch, Adalabroff is equated with Samael as the fallen angel and as one of the supreme hierarchies of the order of the thrones. But don't be alarmed. It's all allegorical. It symbolizes your seven major chakras, nigga. 
<laughs> you can call him the seven African powers. Obatala, Emiya, Ogun, Oshun, Ishuelegba, Shango. Okay? You can call him the seven African powers. It don't matter which power you call him. It all symbolizes your seven chakras. Just different names for the same seven African powers, which is your African body. All you African niggas out there. <laughs> this attribute is a remover of difficulty and giver of decisions. Anyone who places both hands on their bosom and recite, all right, um, recite it 70 times, inshallah, their heart will be illuminated with the light, El Nur. So if you take your hands and place on your heart, on your both hands on your bosom and recite El Nur, El Nur, which means the light, 70 times you will be illuminated by the light. The hands concentrate chi or ki or prana into those areas, activating the various chakras. Now, the yogi stands erect as he begins his sun salutation with both hands pointing up, palms down or palms together in the namaste pose Christians use as the prayer position. Um, their posture, um, this posture aligns the vertebrates along the spinal column. It also permits the relaxation um, response to begin. All right? So all of this correlates to the activation of the seven chakras as um, Al-Qadir was called the green one, symbolic to the heart chakra. All right? El-Nur. All right? You have El-Nur and El-Nur. All right? El-Nur is the light. El-Nur is um, the fire. Okay? Now, if you listen to what I said about Bismillah al-Rahman al-Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbi Ayyilameen, al-Rahman al-Rahim, Maliki al-Madin, Yaqanabudu wa Yaqanastain, Edina Surato Mustakin, Surato al-Edina Sanamta al-Lehim, Karamakdubi al-Lehim, you will hear the in sound. All right, the in sound. That sound is the 16th and the 18th letter in Arabic and Hebrew, or the Ain symbol, which is one eye. So hence, when we speak about within the 101 and the 102s about the seven eyes of Allah, the seven eyes of Allah is actually talking about the seven chakras. And the opening, al-Fatiha, opens those seven chakras mm. through the recitation of al-Fatiha. No coincidence. All right? There's seven stanzas in al-Fatiha. Opening each one symbolizes opening of each chakra. So, when you look at um, Alhamdulillah, um, Rabbi Alamin, it means all praises due to the source, the sustainer of the worlds, Allah Rahim, the yield of the most merciful, Maliki Yom Medin, the king of the day of judgment or decision, um, it is you, Allah, who serve, that we serve, and it is you, Allah, alone that we request. Um, help Earnestly Earnestly um, um, For help Dinas El Sadatah Mustaqim Let our decision be Of the straight and narrow path Alright Sadatah Dinas And Amta Alehi The straight and narrow path Or the decision of those Who have Earned your grace Gadiru Makdubi Alehi Walad Dolin 
All right. Now, that last one means excusing those who have provoked your anger, bringing an everlasting curse on themselves, and also excusing those who drift from the light on the right side to the darkness on the left side. All right. So, um, and most of the time they say at Udo Bilahim and Shaitan al-Rajim, we seek refuge from Satan the curse before they even um, go there. And of course, Muslims have to wash their hands before they even touch the Quran to do the recitation. All right. But even then, these are affirmations. All right. The same thing that you would do in prayer, or the same thing you would do as a decree, positive decree, positive affirmation. Um, is basically over and over again as you continue doing it, it creates a change in your mental, in your mentality. And this is really what you want, all right? A positive change in your mental, all right? As you're able to control the Kundalini energy or at least be able to be in tune with it as it has been risen. This is why um, for those who go into Seja, all right, uh, which I'll get to in a minute, but let's go to Raku first, which means bowing. Um, the Mas, the Misram or Muslim, Muslim bends forward with his hands on his knees. Well, the yogi bends all the way forward, touching the floor with his toes and hands, and then pressing his head on his knees. The benefit of this posture is that it opens the spinal column, loosening it up, making it more elastic. It is um, said that a person's body isn't old as his spinal column is stiff. It also um, allows the Muslim to open the chakras along his spine. And this is accomplished, you know, the same as the yogi. Right? We're just showing you the similarities here um, between um, these particular postures coming from um, the Indian postures of the sun salutation and further back off the walls of ancient Kemet. Because all these particular postures is actually on the walls of ancient Kemet, as I'll, you know, talk about. Um, Brother Saru Sutton said he, he does a good job with showing that information. All right? Mm. I have that information also on my on my website, www.drlemelbay.com. All right? Now, next you have Jausa, which is sitting. And this enables the Mesram or Muslim Muslim to activate the nadis, which is the acupressure or acupuncture um, um, meridians on the right big toe. And there's two organs in the body which are affected by this point, the liver and the spleen. So while the yogi goes into this kind of backward bend, which is called downward facing dog, in this pose, the yogi um, um, is raised in the air while he's supported on his hands and feet. The stretching um, is accomplished, you know, basically in the hamstrings as well as also the calf muscles. Um, this stretching eliminates negative chi. All right, wasted from the meridians or nadis so that fresh spiritual energy can be bored inside the body. At this point, she or he would turn their head first to the right and say, um, even in the um, prayer, As-salamu alayka rahmatullah tabarakatuhu. As-salamu alayka rahmatullah tabarakatuhu. So he or she then would turn their heads to the left, of course, you know, both sides repeating it. It stated that you are greeting your two angels, or salam to you, salam and your angels, who records your good and your bad deeds in the book of life. Now, really, that's what's in the human brain, actually, 
um, resides the two speech centers called the Braca and the Warnique, um, all right, which is the, um, you know, the two areas in the brain, which is actually um, the cerebrums, you know, um, where you get the word um, cherubim from, mm. the coverings, mm. all right? Now, the ancient spiritual right. scientists were well aware of these two speech centers also. They was called the twins, all right? The ancient Egyptians called them the twins, Anpu and, and Ampuet. The Quran names them in Surah 2, um, 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 Ayat 102, as the two angels, um, Harit and Maru. The function of the twins is to separate holes into parts. The function is essential, otherwise no distinction would be possible. But the very act of separation is deceptive because it can mask the essential oneness of all things. All right, so next we have Saija, which means um, prostration that allows the blood to flow to the brain, thus enriching the pineal and pituitary glands, um, which operates along the um, Sara, um, Saharaja, Rara, and the um, Anja um, chakras, respectively. Now, the enriched blood flow to the brain makes it easy for the Muslim, a Muslim, to um, experience clear vision. All right, Al um, Bayanat. All right, now, it prepares the brain for Kundalini. A lot energy, which is risen to the two higher chakras. The additional um, blood center in the brain also helps to bring um, moisture to the brain so that it doesn't overheat when the salat fire raises up to the brain centers. This helps prevent such um, things as kundalini psychosis and fevers. All right? Um, if you go to Genesis 17.3, it says, Abram fell on his face, and God told and talked to him. Deuteronomy 5, 9, um, thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. Psalms 95, 6, O come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Deuteronomy 9, 24 through 25, you know, ye shall be rebellious against the Lord for the day that I knew you. Thou I fell down before the Lord forty days and forty nights. As I fell down the first before the Lord has said, ye would destroy me. Joshua 7, 6 through 7. And Joshua rented his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord. All right. Until eventide, he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. All right. Now, now this is actually part of Islamic um, ablution. All right, it's called um, um, Tayammu, which is the practice of using clean earth to prepare for prayer when water is not available. Right, and that's spoken of actually within um, Surah 4, Ayat 43. All right, and it says, um, And ye find no water, then perform Tayammu. All right. Then you have numbers sixteen, um, twenty through twenty-one. From the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, and they fell upon their faces. Numbers twenty and six. Moses and Aaron 
um, went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they fell upon their faces. Second Corinthians twenty eighteen, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head uh, when his um, with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Now, how come the Jews don't pray in this way, and the Muslims are the only ones out of the monotheistic belief systems that still pray in the same manner? Hmm. Hmm. Nahemia 8.6 And Israel blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answering, Amen, Amen, with lifted up their hands, and they bowed their heads, and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Matthew 26, 36, 39 And Jesus, and he went a little further, and he fell on his face, prayed, saying, O Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass for me. Matthew 17, 6. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were so afraid. Revelation 7, 11, 12. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces. Holy Quran 19, 58. And it says, There are some of the prophets whom God blessed. They are chosen from amongst the descendants of, Abraham, of um, Adam and the descendants of those who carried with Noah and the descendants of Abraham and I, um, Israel, and from among those we got and selected, all right? And it says, when the revelation of the most gracious are recited to them, they fall prostrating and weeping. Holy Quran, um, 245. And be steadfast in prayer. Practice regular charity and bow down your heads with those who bow down. So for the Muslims, the act of prostration during prayer precedes Islam and was already part of the traditions in Judaism and Christianity. Where you will find many biblical references of the prophets falling on their faces and praying. Now ask yourself once again, why Christians and Jews no longer pray in this manner? All right, so mm -hmm. the last posture is Kadadha, which means to decide the dispute. The Muslim goes into the long sitting posture in proper um, performance of Kadaha. The Muslim or Muslim um, sits down on the bottom and crosses his legs and performs meditation, especially the meditation of Dikka, all right, in which that um, he chews um, the names of Allah, all right. Sometimes he just chews three of the names of Allah and recite each one 33 times, 33 times, 33 times. Mm. Which is 99 names of Allah. All right? The hundredth name is um, Yahuwah. Or Yahawah. All right? Now, you know, normally they um, do As-Salamu, 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 which means the peace. Um, or do um, El-Kudusu, 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 Dahuli. Or, you know, um, Elorak man, Elorak man, Elorak man, Elorak man. You know, what, whichever one of the 99 attributes of Allah. You know, Elorak man, Elorahimu, Elamalku, Elakadusu, Elsalamu, Elamukmanu, Elamahimu, Elazizu, Eljabaru, Elamutakaberu. You go through all 99 of them. Okay? Now, and in Sufism, you can take each one and recite. 10, 
a hundred, thousand, or more times in order to um, manifest what you want into existence based off that particular name. Sufis will actually take, um, write the name of a law that they want of the 99 attributes, take it, put it into a glass of water, and drink the water. Why? Because water has life in it. This is a known fact. If you study Masato Emoto, Japanese scientist, who discovered that um, water has over four, um, 440,000 channels of memory. 440,000 channels of memory. Took a glass of water. <coughs> wrote on it. I love you. Or love. They froze it. Took it out. Looked at it under a microscope. Six-pointed star configurations. Snowflakes. Beautiful snowflakes. <laughs> it took another glass. Wrote on it. I hate you. Boom, took that, put that in, froze it. Took it out, looked at it under the microscope. Looked discombobulated. Looked like a blob. No structure whatsoever. No um, six-pointed star configurations, no nothing. <clears throat> so the Sufis is on to something. Pay attention. All right? Each esoteric branch of religion has a esoteric branch. Of that same religion Christianity Is the outward branch With the Protestant and the, and the Catholics But then you have the Gnostic And the Nicene branch Or the Essene Branch as it is also referred to Then you have The Jewish branch Exoteric The Hebrew Israelites But then you have the Kabbalistic Then you have uh, the Islamic branch, our Islam. But then you have the Sufi, Sufism branch, which deals with the mysticism of our Islam. You have the Buddhist branch, then you have the Zen branch. One of the few religions in which that there is no, uh, uh, um, have to be an exoteric uh, um is not just an exoteric or esoteric <laughs> branch, it's Taoism. Mm. Mm. The way. The way includes both exoteric and esoteric information. Mm. The way is the way. The way is Sadat the King. The straight and narrow path mm -hmm. is the way. Mm. The eye of the needle is is easier for a rich man to enter uh, 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 the gates of hell than to enter through the eye of a needle. So the ultimate king, the straight and narrow path, the way. And what way is that? The salat, the raising fire up through the hollow area of the spinal column. Through the 31 nerves, plus 2, 33. Through the 33 vertebrates. Hence, Jesus died at the age of 33. Mm. Okay. So. Go so deep. Right, right. It goes, it goes so deep. 
what I'm saying? So in uh, uh, Kadar, the Muslim performed the necessary chanting and, and, and breathing to raise up the fire to Allah of the serpentine fire. He dickers, which is a remembrance, of, which means the remembrance of God. Pronouncement, invocation in Arabic. That's what it means. Essentially, the practice of dhikr is a form of prayer in which that the Muslim will express his or her remembrance of God, either within or overtly by calling on the name of God, Allah, or his 99 attributes. This may come in the form of recitation or simply um, allowing remembrance of God in one's heart. The head of a Muslim or Muslim or Muslimah turns right, you know, um, and once again, you know, uh, can can salam the angels, you know, to the left and to the right, but to the you know salam the angels, green angels, which positive and negative, or rather electrical and magnetic, or rather the angles of light, electromagnetism, connecting the dendrites and the synapses, uh, uh, synthesizing both the left and right hemisphere of the brain. That's essentially what that means. All right, so. These are the seven positions in which that is, you know, once again, taken from the sun salutation of yoga as well as also from off the walls of ancient Kemet. Um, when you go back further and see it, all right, you will see um, you will actually, you know, see if you if you go to um, Kemet, um, you will see the genuine Kemetic prayers um, in which that the Arabs um, utilizes today comes from right from Africa, all right? Africans used to pray towards um, Gabel, Barkal, the holy mountain of Amin-Ra, in Napata, which is Kush or Sudan. Now they pray to the Asiatic God that uh, 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 that talks through a burning bush, you know? And they wonder why the house of Africa is burning down. <laughs> You know, so they need to be praying back to Amen Ra, the craft of Amen Ra. You know, because Amen Ra actually is Ur Ra, which is the word Allah, where it originate from. Hmm. And the reason why the name Allah is written um, in one of the temples in Egypt, or Kemet, or Tamari now, which they have discovered. So, um, the falling on the face, they showed this, all right, on the walls. All right, matter of fact, it's mentioned in chapter, um, the Perhem Heru Sut, which is the book of coming forth by day and night. Right, with the hands um, being um, being up and on the knees, that is shown once again, you know, um, in Islam, but is off the walls of ancient Kemet. Um, the same way in which that we've seen Brother Malcolm sitting there um, doing his prayers with his hands on his knees, well, that is also shown um, once again in ancient Kemet. You know, so we keep seeing this information 
over and over again. So it's time for us to understand what's really going on. Right. All right. So. And we have area code 214. Area code 214. You're on the line. Hey, peace, Dr. Eileen. Peace, brother. Yeah. Peace, peace. Peace. Now, this is brother Wally down here in um, Texas, Texas Republic. Peace, I, just, I just had a question, and it uh, it go along with you, what you're speaking on. Um, you know, and I don't know if it's Matthew or Mark in the Bible, uh, when Jesus is on the cross and he and he hollers out, uh, Eloi, 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 why Eloi, 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 why is thou forsaken? And in the two, in both of the books, it's different. Like in one, it's Eli, but in the other one, it's like Elo. Elohi. Eloi. Mm-hmm. Elohi. Okay. But when I, mm-hmm. I looked it up in the Strong's Concordance, and it looked like that's basically the word Allah. Basically. It is. It is. Yeah. The word Allah. Okay. Okay. That's what yeah, I was basically thinking. Basically, okay. it is. <laughs> that's what I. Okay. Okay. I, Christian, you know. Muslims, and Jews okay. um, worship the same God. Monotheistically, yes, okay. which is which is a law. That's why you yes. have the word hallelujah in Christianity, which is shown within mm-hmm. the uh, which means all praises due to a law, um, which was transliterated <laughs> into the Latin version of it, hallelujah. But it came from Allahu Akbar, which is the Arabic transliteration mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. they're all calling on the same deity. You know, which is uh, Ra, which is a form of um, Ra. You know, um, I'm in Ra. You know, um, that's crazy how a Christian uh, uh, talk down on a Muslim and they prophet is all in our life. Bro, they all say at the end of their prayers, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone. They all say it. Amen. You you bring Christians um um doing uh, uh uh um after church service they come up to the altar for prayer. They all say, Amen. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Muslims at yeah. the end of of um of their prayers, um, in particular of Al Fatiha or um one of the other five um 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 well, four other out of the five known prayers, uh, or regular or most popular prayers that they do. Um, say amen. Jews say, um, and Hebrew Israelites, African Hebrew Israelites, African Hebrews, and you know, African Israelites, they all say amen. But then all of a sudden, oh no, this is not the same amen. But goddamn it, phonetically it sounds the same to me, Nick. <laughs> what the hell is going on? The first place you see hey, the I, same I, name that you that you that you call at the end of your prayers is in ancient Egypt. Forget mm-hmm. you ain't Egyptians, nigga, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're calling on the yeah. Egyptian deity at the end of your mm-hmm. prayers. Mm-hmm. And, and all the stories in the Bible come from Egypt. Now, just, all it, the Bible, it is crazy. right? And the Quran have the stories that just happen to come from the um, Perham Heru text, or the coming forth by day and night. Or what is called the evolution of Ra and the overthrowing of Apep. Just happens to in the stories, like we said, um, Psalms just happen to come from um we, we have been verified that we have Psalms one oh four and one um 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 and one ten that's verified that comes from the divine hymns of Agnaten, uh Unkton. We went over last week where all the goddamn books in the Bible come from. 
<laughs> Nobody else is going to tell you that. First World Order did. We exposed it. Who wrote the damn books? What year they wrote the damn books in? And how many wrote them? And most of all, where they came from. So this is the nonsense which is being um, um, perpetrated against the masses. And our whole job is to is to expose um, this nonsense. You know, so we definitely appreciate you, bro, for coming on, um, asking that question. Because to me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, when they all say amen at the end of their prayers, they're already telling me um, who they acknowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, could I could I ask one one more quick question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, back in back in uh, fourteen ninety two, when they was expelling the Moors, and they was expel, it said it always say they expelled the Moors and the Jews. Now mm-hmm. we know that that's the same people, but right. like, what was what were our what was the differences in our ideologies back then, like between a Moor and a Jew? Really nothing. One was Kabbalistic, another one was alchemical or alchemist, which is really nothing at all. They was all Kabbalistic, um, in that regard. Matter of fact, if you get the book, um, Holy, um, um, Holy Kabbalah, by A. E. Wakes, um, W. A. I. T. E. Wake, on page around twenty something, in the footnote in the commentary, he tells you that the Moors left. Um, their books and writings in which that developed the Kabbalah when they was in Spain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So he tells you in that book around page 20 or so that the Moors are the ones who wrote the Kabbalah. So the Moors were the, like you say, the real Jews or Hebrews, Israelites. That's right. Okay. Peace, brother. I appreciate that. Appreciate everything, man. I appreciate it. Brother, welcome, brother. Yeah, appreciate you, God. Appreciate you. Y'all take it easy. All right, you too. All right, we got area code 410, area code 410 on the line. Peace, peace. Peace, brother. What's going on now? Peace, Isaac. How are you? Uh, little, little, little tough day. Just, uh... Uh, grandma transitioned last week. We just buried her today. Okay. Oh, Lord, I hear that, boy. Our, our salutations upon her. You know, made ancestors um, wrap her in their healing wings. You yeah. know, um, our condolences to the family and to you, um, as well as also um, the fact is, is that, you know, um, she a power now in which that you can call upon and she can assist you. Yeah. Even more now yes, than she ever could in the flesh. Because now there's no limitations. Yep. Yeah, appreciate that. So, appreciate that. Right, so light, right, so light for her a blue candle. And um, you know, um, read Psalms 23. And um, ask her to come and um sit with you and you know build with you, comfort you, and um, you know tell you some things in which that is taking place. Because her vision is much um further, um and much less limitless. Uh, I should say less limited than ours, you know, um, is, you know, and um, she can tell you a few things. I promise you that. Yeah, because I was trying to, I was trying to explain to my, uh, 
to my uh, to my mother and you know some of the other family that's open to hear it. And um, you know, I told him it's not all doom and gloom. You know, just you know, if someone wanted to go the scientific route, we know energy can't be destroyed. Like even exactly. the scientists announced right. it, only be transferred. So right. uh, the, the crazy part was, um, we're not crazy, but my uh, one of my family members they were trying to get, you know, trying to make heads or tails out of it. And um, you, you know they 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 seem like they still in limbo with Christian land and um and I was like uh, you know um, based on her consciousness well one of the factors is that her her consciousness that she left here uh, you know she I guess she might have to wallow around in in that uh, consciousness that she going through her evolution her spiritual evolution. Right. But um, but but as I I went to the store and uh, my 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 mother she had her uh, cell phone I think she was washing up or something had a a cell phone and uh, nowhere near the cell phone and she was by herself and uh, the cell phone don't have the house number on it. So basically, the only way you could dial a house phone is manually dialing it. And um, when she she uh, turned the water off when she was she was washing up, she heard the house phone ringing, and it was calling from her cell phone. So no, <laughs> nobody was dialing from her cell phone when the phone. Mm. Right. And, um, exactly. Oh yes, it was. Yeah, right, right. And, and uh, my mama was. Yeah. Right. And, and mm-hmm. sure enough, um, you know, the the number that came up was uh my mother's name. So so mm. basically she was she was calling herself. And right. I was like, Man, that shh, shh, grandma working fast. <laughs> it wasn't right. Right, she got three days to work it quick, um, and a little bit more time after that. You know what I'm saying? Right, three days right, right. specifically attached to the physical body. And then after those three days, um, she can't continue through the burial or barrio as it is also referred to as and that is the first and second overtone level of the fourth dimension but in between that she still have time in order to communicate um, to those here, to her family members yeah I thought it was three days yep mm-hmm. yeah, um, <laughs> but, but man yeah, um, several of my family members have done that for me you know what I'm saying um, have you know um, kept me in contact over those three um, days and more, you know. You know, helped me out of actual situations during those times periods. Like my um, great aunt, she came to me and um, told me that um, a child that I thought was mine wasn't mine and that the female, you know what I'm saying, was playing me. Mm. Well, guess what? That's a, that. My great aunt told me that found out through a blood test um, that the child was a mom's. Now, I ain't had no problem with taking care of the child because actually I still take care of the child even to this day. He's a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but don't force me into something where I already have a natural um, inclination to do what's right anyway. Right. Mm, right. You know? Wow. I already have a, I'm already a man who is willing to provide, you know what I'm saying, right. without having to be forced to do so. So, you know, 
my aunt, you know, got me out of that situation. Then my uncle um, came to me and told me to read the, um, Psalms 13 and read Psalms 1. Psalms 1 is, is known for um, ridding negative energy. Psalms 13 is to promote um, um, health and to, um, and actually to, you know, prevent early death. Well, next thing I know, you know, within that 24 hours, I was choking on some herbs. You know what I'm saying? I took like a mouthful of herbs and the powder got stuck in my um, nostril area and I couldn't breathe. And then all of a sudden, everything with my uncle, you know, that we, you know, talked telepathically, I realized the only thing you got to do is open your mouth and breathe, nigga. And guess what? I just opened my mouth and breathed. And I was able to go drink some water and get the herbs down, and um, boom, I was straight. So the ancestors um, come and help you, you know what I'm saying, um, during that time, because they can see what's going on much further than you can. And so um, their vision, if they love you, they change your shitty-ass diapers. They told you about the birds and the bees, you know what I'm saying? These are people that loved you. You know what I'm saying? Most uh, people now are scared to even damn say their damn name after they die. Hmm. They even look at their damn picture. <laughs> you know? And this is the silliness of these people. Right. But yet, they don't mind rolling around with the white man dollar bill, though. No, yeah, right, right. It's $10, $20, All $100, and looking at all them goddamn dead-ass presidents. Don't mind saying it's all about the Benjamins, but nigga, when it comes time to be all about the melanin, they forget about that shit. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, on a um, almost, almost kind of threw up in my mouth when I was hearing what the pastor was saying today, but you know, it, it was a good day. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, but you, you know, to be to be fair about it, he wasn't that far off uh, metaphysically. He, you know, he wasn't that far off. Um, they, uh, in fact, I think they said uh, Psalms 13. I forgot which one it was, but um, I think that was my grandmother. She wanted that uh, Psalms 13, or I got I got to hear the tape again. But um, yeah, the uh, you know you you just you know I, I ain't there to cause no ruckus or nothing. Just just let everybody right. Uh, right. I got you. Yeah, yeah I, I went but, to I went to a funeral. My wife and I went to a funeral like about four years ago. All right, it was a brother who um, we knew very well, who was, you know, with his part of um, Ikram and, you know, everything, you know. He was um, a national of um, United Washington, everything, you know. He died of a massive heart attack. Mm. Well, his brother is up in there dissing him, you know, because he's talking about his brother. Yeah, he's talking about he was God. Well, nigga, you God in a casket now. You know, and I'm like, dude, 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 wow. dude, dude, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And now me, Bambada, that's Afro Bambada, my wife, all of us up in there looking at each other like, yo, this dude getting ready to get smacked. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, this is, you know, he, oh, man, he better be glad because um, you two would have been happy to put this on. You know, <laughs> me, my wife, and Bambada, and um, brother um, Tarif uh, um, um, would have been up in this um Whooping um, his brother ass in front of him in his casket. Right. <laughs> you know, so we got up and just left out, man. We, you know, we couldn't even take it no more. We like, yo, we gotta go. Yeah, whew, we gotta blow right. some steam off because um, this dude get ready to get his ass being in front of his family. 
you know. And so this this is the nonsense. Yeah, and be like, hold up, bro. He's talking about the divine soul. That's God, not the flesh. Hmm. He ain't never told you that the flesh was was um God. You know, that's the murky ethers. You know what I'm saying? That's the double, you know what I'm saying, or devil, you know what I'm saying, of, right. um, you know, of the higher self, hmm. you know, which is the God portion of self, which is the divine soul. Come on, you know, that's what he meant. You know, but see, he took it like, you know, like somebody who would be looking at a five percenter when they call themselves God body or Allah. We know what they're talking about. They're talking about the divine light in which that guy is the arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Or supreme mm-hmm. head. You know? So, I mean, he couldn't see it. Because he was coming from a Christian theology. And so he up in there dissing his brother, you know, who's passed on of a massive heart attack. And, yo, it whoo. You know? Yeah, I had to get some air, huh? So hard. My wife was crying so hard, I had to take her outside. We had to calm down, and you know, because mm. dude, mm. he was getting ready. To, he was he was really um, feeling himself, and I know I know he paid. I know he paid dearly for that. I'm pretty sure his brother had to come in a dream or something and, and spank that ass or something. You know. Yep. But I appreciate you, bro, for coming on, asking um, questions, and you know, making comments. Um, anyone else who want to give a call in before we get off of here is six two six four one four thirty five thirty five. That's six two six four one four thirty five thirty five. Give us a call. All right. Um, hold on, I um, we got another call here. We got seven zero eight seven zero eight. You're on the air. How you doing, brother? I ain't watching my ears. I ain't watching your ears. Uh, my question is, you know, uh, I know you talked about it um, uh, very briefly, but uh, you never added any connection to it. Like far as under your, I think it's under your, uh, by your throat, under your chin, you were saying that yeah, we had that problem. Yeah, the baby okay. uh, mm-hmm. You said that would be like your ninth chakra? Well, eighth chakra. Yeah, the ninth chakra would be the one at the roof of the mouth in which... All right, so the berry-theory gland is the gland in which that um, Dr. Malakazi York speaks about, in which that was once within the hypocampus area of the brain, which is your psychic centers. Um, Allegedly, that was taken out, but now through DNA, is being reinserted back into the human anatomy, right under the submental area, which is about an inch or so right behind um, the chin area, um, which feels like a... Um, a bowl or two bowls right there um, next to each other. Um, when it first is then developed, it's like your neck is like a bullfrog somewhat. It's kind of swollen as it's being developed, all right? And that's normally is doing, um, that's during the time of, of um, puberty, all right, is normally when it comes in. Now, all right, that's how it's being reinserted. Now, Dr. Deborah Blair speaks about, the epiphany gland, which is also called the talu gland, which is a mound with a hole that goes up into the um, into the third um, cavern or the third ventricle, um, which is called the cave of Brahma, in which that is also called um, um, the cave of Jesus because it says Jesus was born in the manger, but it was in a cave because he couldn't find an end. Um, that's the same um, place as um, as 
as Brahma, which is Abram, all right, or Abraham, all right. Um, but then, so the Hindu script, um, you had Brahma, whose wife was Sarah Swati, that Abraham, whose wife was Sarah. All right, so this is the same um, deities um, utilized in both cultures, Hebrew as well as also um, in the Indian um, Hindu Kush um, teachings. All right, so um, we're seeing that these two glands, along with the other seven chakras, symbolize the eighth and the ninth chakra, so hence giving you um, nine chakras, in which that Dr. York, um, Malakaza York, spoke about that we have nine chakras, but then we're going also to a 12 chakra level. So there's actually three more chakras in which that, or three more glands in which that will soon develop um, also within us. All right? Okay, so so you know how to activate those yet? Or? Yeah. Yeah, you do it through meditation and visualization techniques. Um, the visualizations and the, um, and the breathing exercises are taught within the AEO, the Ancient Egyptian Order. Up under um, Dr. Malakaza York, as well as also, um, they can be activated uh, by way of learning um, the teachings um, from the Jewel and the Lotus, the practices in there by Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati. Is it any books on that, or you got to be initiated? Yeah, that's the book. That's the book. Um, Jewel and the Lotus. Jewel in the Lotus, J-E-W-E-L-I-N, Lotus, L-O-T-U-S, Jewel in the Lotus. Put that into your engine search, into Google, and pull up Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati. That's S-U-N-Y-A-T-A, Saraswati, or Sanyata Saraswati, S-A-R-A-S-W-A-T-E, or T-I, excuse me, Saraswati. Okay. All right. All right, peace. Peace. All right, brother L, we about to get on up off of here. Um, any closing oh. comments? Well, I said we did another good one. All right, appreciate that. Right. Well, we got uh 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 our conference coming up, which I'm glad you're gonna make it this year, brother L. Can't wait to see you. Um, you know it's coming quick here, as you see. Um, and um. Well, yeah, the conference, United Washington Conference and um, Healing Wings um, Health and Wellness Expo, um, three days event. Okay. That's March 18th, 19th, and 20th, as well as also um, we would love for you all to come, you know, so check us out. For those that want more information, you can go to the website, www.drlemelbay.com, to a calendar of events, as well as if you need more information, um you know, you can give us a call at 910-364-9099. That's 910-364-9099. Um, so, you know, this is March 18th, 19th, and 20th. Come on out for those three days. It's going to be an excellent, excellent. If you're thinking that we dropping some information here, you haven't heard shit yet. <laughs> okay? We go into far more, even deeper information when we in private. This is just some public shit that I'm doing. All right, so um, if you love the public public shit, you can't. You better not wait to find out what's going on behind the scenes in private. All right, so um, that's what's going on. Also, we have a new book out. My wife and I we wrote it. 
It's called the Divine Hymns of um, Akhenaten, the Occult Powers of Psalms, the Art of Candle Burning, and the Healing Aromas of Incense. All right. Um, you got to get this book. All right. All right. Um, for those that got um, The Origin of Occult Civilization by Brother Panic, this shit here is going to go right along with it and um, help take you to the next level um, as we teach you in this book also how to set up altars, um, the incense to use, the psalms to read, um, the candles, um, color candles to burn, um, everything, as well as also showing you how um, psalms is derived from the divine hymns of Akhenaten, uh, Akhenaten. All right, so um, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, you know what I'm saying, coming on, checking us out, um, spread the word, you know what I'm saying, of um, you know, of the information, you know, get more people on here. You know what I mean? You know, cause um, everybody need this info. You know, we ain't doing this yeah. just for health reasons. Right. You know, you know um, we want y'all to get this info out and get more people up on here. All right. So, um, all right. All right. Okay. There was some audio technical difficulties here. It was saying instead of. Audio is horrible. Um, hmm. Brother L, was you able to hear me? I was able to hear you loud and clear all through the show. Okay, okay. So that means that um, um, when it's being recorded, then more than likely it's going to be pretty clear. So for those that um, said that well, it was only one person, but still said the audio was horrible, um, we want to make sure that y'all get this information. So go back and listen to part one. Um, this is part two, and we will be doing part three. Um, and the final um, part next week, um, the metaphysical and the religious confusion. Um, as you've seen, we went through Christianity um, first. We went through Islam this time. Um, we're going through all the monotheistic belief systems and sh- tying it in and showing you um, their origins and where it comes from. So just keep bearing with us and stay on, and um, we're going to get you there. You know what I mean? All right, so um, we love y'all. Yo, we out. Peace.
did it by smooth as I wanna be. Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes. God in the flesh, dated bad sister lectures. Because my history is more than they can understand it. My melanated skin, star brush from the astro. I made a dark energy created from black holes. No thyself, the only one you can lean on. I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on. Our here's Martin Luther King and slave ships. But what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But it's the old man temple fly away like a mothership. Where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my cheese and treats back to the post. Back to the post. Back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my cheese and treats back to the post. Back to the post. Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind The father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back in the queens Why those Boys, I think twice appearing back on the scene. Everybody gone mad, blaming me to your outlet. The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project. Pomo and gender war sucking up to the master. Why the whole community going up in disaster? We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus treats back to the post. Came back, my angel time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus treats back to the post.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.